Hello everyone. Hello everyone. Can you hear me? Can you all hear me? Please, if you can hear me, let me know. Um, if my voice sounds funny, <laughs> it's because I have a cold. So please ignore the voice and just focus on the message. But if you can hear me, please leave it in the message um, in the chat that you can hear me. Oh, okay. Can you hear me? I can only hear it on the mix. Um, that's glory. Um, I really don't know why you can't hear me though. Um, baby, can you hear me now? It it could be your network. Your network may be slow because it's like live. So some people might not get the signal as for, um, faster, like as fast as some others because of the um, signal. So maybe you should try joining again. But please, if you can hear me, let me know that you can hear me. Um, um do i need you don't need the app to join just follow the link and play <clears throat> just follow the link and play you don't need the app to join you don't need the app to join um bridget bridget <laughs> actually bridget hi it's good to see you um hi nimi hi harriet hi glory hi 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 it's nice to have everybody here hi ada who else is online? Baby, hi, baby. If you're online, let me know. If you're joining, let me know. Bridget, if you if you've been able to join, let me know. And um, I would really appreciate um, if anybody can also help me answer questions. Like if people are having a difficulty or anything that you know that you have an answer to, you could please just help me help others. I really appreciate that so that we can, you know, be fast and and get into the word. So I'll just um, pray. I'll just like us to just pray wherever we are. Um, I know some of us might not be able to close our eyes, but let's just, you know, be one in the spirit and together. 
I I just thank you, Lord, for this evening. Um, I thank you for everything you're doing. I thank you for what you're about to do. I thank you because this is a session only you have put together. It has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with you. And I just thank you because I am here at this point, yielded to your spirit to do this and be a vessel unto you. I thank you for everything you've done through the 18-day intimacy journey in the lives of your children. And I thank you for as many that are willing to go deeper in their relationship with you right now. I pray that you give them insight, understanding, you bring them into revelation of knowledge, you help them to grow deeper in you by the reason of this word. I pray that, Lord, you will speak through me. They won't hear my voice, but they will hear um, your voice and they will hear directly from you in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, I yield myself to you. I pray that you help me, that the environment is saturated with your blood, that the people listening are blessed, that their heart is a yielded soil to receive your word and it will germinate in Jesus' name. I also pray that everyone that would listen to this right now in the live stream and even listen later on, I pray that it will be a blessing to all of them. I pray that their lives will be forever changed. I pray that this will be a turning point for them and they will come deeper into a relationship with you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Can everybody just type amen? If you just heard the prayers, just say amen, amen. Let me see the amen and then we get into it. So welcome everyone. I'm going to be typing at the same time, talking so that everybody's um, um, carried along. And I'm going to be putting up picture slides because uh, it's not a Zoom meeting, so I can't show a presentation. But I sort of put like picture slides to just help everybody and carry everybody along. Please um, leave amen in the comment section. Leave an emoji that you're listening, that you can hear me so that I'm not talking to myself. Thank you so much. I'm so excited and welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah, hallelujah. Thank you so much. Yeah. So, um, this is knowing the bridegroom and this is a call to go deeper with Christ. Everybody is in a journey with God and everybody has their struggles and their challenges but sometimes we just don't know that there are some things maybe the reason why we are not you know going deeper with christ is because we don't know who we are in a relationship with we don't know some things and that um lack of knowledge is actually affecting us you know the bible says that my people perish because they lack knowledge yes that's because sometimes when we don't know some things and we're ignorant of some things we start to suffer unnecessarily but before i go into the whole everything let me introduce myself to you guys because i don't know if some people know me some people might not know me because we might have people listening from different places and they just maybe friends shared this with them my name is tim Jato, and i'm known as timitoria by my friends amazing friends and people that actually just know me <laughs> uh, a lot of people know me as timitoria and i'm a child of god not everybody's a child of God, so it needs to be in the intro. I'm a child of God. God gave it to me. I'm adopted as his child. Thank God for Jesus. And I'm a bride of Christ. First, the bride of Christ before being a wife. Because it's very important that we understand that. And that is one of the things I will touch on today. 
I'm a bride of Christ. I'm waiting for Jesus to come take me and marry me officially and make me his bride. I am also a wife, like I'm married to my caretaker. He's an awesome person and I'm grateful that God gave me to him and he, God gave him to me to ca- take care of me. And we are both caretakers of one another and God has given us a responsibility to care for another person. So I am a mom to a wonderful son and we are caretaking him together. So this life is really about caretaking. It's really not about owning things really. And let's not digress and we are not here to talk about our own relationship we are here to talk about relationship with god so dear friend i am so grateful and i would love to congratulate you thank you adragbemi thank you adragbemi for that i said i didn't finish up i'm a motivator woman of god teacher thank you you know people call you many things but that that's kind of summarizes who i am like a, a, a part of who i am so um that is fine thank you so much adragbemi um that's Emmanuel, right? Yes, Emmanuel. So, dear friend, I would like to congratulate you on the state of your heart right now. The fact that you are consciously chasing after God and seeking to know Him better is amazing. You don't know what you're doing. What you're doing is beautiful. Right now, the gates of hell, they are angry. They are, they are sad. They are, de- they are in depression because you want to know God. And most times, people don't even understand that. The fact that you even still want to know God. The fact that there is a yearning in your heart. There's something that tells you there's more to this thing. It's enough. It's enough to set the devil ablaze. It's enough to make the devil mad. Because the devil doesn't want us to be lovers of God. He wants us to be lovers of pleasure. So the fact that you are on this journey is amazing. It's showing that you are really... You are really into God. You really want to know God more and you are seeking to develop a relationship with you. So this mindset is a blessing in a world full of noise and distractions. There is noise everywhere. There's distractions everywhere. But a God seeker should be praised. So can you just give yourself a round of applause? Just leave an emoji of yourself clapping and say, you are a god chaser the fact that you're listening to this session right now shows that you're a god chaser so just give yourself a round of applause and say yes 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 i'm a god chaser and a god seeker a god chaser should be should be praised and one of my favorite verses has always been matthew 6 33 that says we should seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all other things we added unto us the moment we know that seeking the kingdom is paramount and you're actually making conscious effort to do that it shows that you are going through growth it it shows that you are growing it shows that you are a god chaser and you love god and that's amazing and i congratulate you for that okay so um now that we have introduced ourselves and all my slides are a little bit messed up and (laughs) but my prayer for you is that i pray that your hunger for god your hunger and thirst for God increases. I pray that you will get filled. I pray you will definitely get filled. It's very important. Getting filled is very, very important. I pray that your hunger and thirst for God increases. I pray that you will get filled. I pray that you continue to come into the knowledge of God. It is very important. I pray that. Say amen, amen in the chat box. If you receive that, if it's, that is your portion, if that's what you want, say, I receive it. Amen, I receive it. Alright, so this is my charge to you. I wrote this 
I actually wrote this short poem a while a while back when I was actually I was coming up with like a book that has to do with knowing the bridegroom, which I'm not done with. But this is the poem I I came up with and like as a charge to encourage. And it says, "Oh, come now, up see up." Sorry, let me read it again. Oh, come now, see, open your eyes. How waking. It's time to go home. You've been lost in your sleep, wandering in a dream. Open your eyes. My dear, your groom awaits you right down the aisle. It's time for you to get ready again. Hallelujah. So, I'm charging you this this evening. Open your eyes. Wherever you are, some of you are not in Nigeria. I'm charging you, open your eyes. Awaken. It's time to go home. Don't think you have, have arrived. You've not arrived. Yeah, babe, you have not arrived. Baby, you have not arrived. Nimi, you have not arrived. Ada, you have not arrived. Um, Kamsi, you have not arrived. Antonia, you have not arrived. You have not arrived. You, are, you need to go home and you need to open your eyes. Because right now, we are asleep. A lot of Christians are asleep and we are forgotten that this is not where we are. You know, there are some times where we actually, this is how it looks like to me. You are on a journey and you stop at an hotel. You are going somewhere or you have a, a, a destination you are going to. And for some reason, it, the, the journey was getting so long, you guys had to stop over. And the plane had to drop you guys and say, oh, let's us just have a, a layover. And for, for most of us that have um, traveled by air, you, you understand that oh, we have a layover. Let's just sleep in this hotel for now at the airport and then we'll continue our journey. Then you now decide that you don't want to wake up. You don't want to continue the journey. Like they want to move and they, the next day and you're saying, no, no, no. I like this hotel. It's very comfortable. In fact, this country, this is not where I'm going to. But I think this I've got this where I'm going to. Does that show somebody that is actually in the right frame of mind it doesn't also show somebody that knows where they are going to so we cannot stay here because this earth is hotel though it's not the house it's not the home that we are going to so i want you guys to wake up get ready because it's time to walk down the aisle you are going to get married though and you are preparing for marriage it's just that a lot of people don't know and that's why we are here to learn that hallelujah so the mindset that we should have is that this place is not home okay are we following if you are following please let me know if you are following say i am following and please send the link to this live to your friends or share it on your whatsapp status this might change somebody's life it will help somebody please let's be let's let's share it with somebody and so, some other people let's let's share it with them and say yeah you know we need to grow we need to we need to go forward okay so thank you for your feedbacks i can see your feedback so thank you so much okay so with every season that i've gone through in life i have encountered god in a different way with every season every season of my life has been different i god has never in fact all the seasons have never been the same before you know, it has never been the same because people just, you know, zero it, zero in on our relationship and say, oh, it's just one way. It's just going to continue to be like that. But no, it's not going to always continue to be like that, though. Our, every season comes differently. Every, every season is different. Oh, I'm glad you guys are following. 
sorry so every season is different and we need to understand that that every season is different so i'm trying to send you guys the slide so i can follow sorry this um sending slide and talking at the same time is i didn't know it's going to be <laughs> work like this okay all right so we need to understand that with every season there is a different level there is a different type of relationship we encounter because god is not a static god is not a one-way traffic god has worked in different dimensions and he expects everybody to walk in different dimensions with him so he needs us to he needs us to work with him he needs us to work with him he needs us to focus on him sorry sorry the okay sorry <laughs> my son is awake Sorry, my son is awake and we need to do this together. Alright, so as I was saying, sorry for the interruption. That's the mommy, the mommy side of it. So with every um, season, we encounter growth. We encounter um, every uh, different kind of um, levels like of, of, of crises, of challenges. And every season is different. So as a child of God, you need, to, you need to understand that you cannot use one season to judge the other season. You cannot use the season when you were younger to judge now. Because sometimes we are always stuck in, uh, when, when, I, when I first gave my life to Christ, let me just use that example, which is common. Uh, I used to pray uh, four hours. I used to pray. I used to speak in tongues. I used to read my Bible. In fact, I used to study God's work like never before. Nobody can speak in tongues like me. We used to boast of all those things. And it is funny how we want to be the person we used to be before. It's not supposed to be the same. It's supposed to be better. It's supposed to be, oh, I used to pray for hours. Now, I thank God though that I'm now praying more. I'm able to pray during the day, throughout the day. And all those things we need to be able to understand that our seasons will change as we are growing it's when when you are the same person that you were last last year or last week or yesterday and you are still the same person today it means you are not growing it means you are not moving forward and so you need to understand that growth is happening and that is why we are here to learn that we need to know the bridegroom because our journey is in different stages so if you don't know that the growth means that things will change, then you are not ready for the journey. Because the, just the way we are going on, um, uh, what's it called, where we are traveling, and we notice that even on the normal road, like we are going somewhere, and we notice that, um, sorry, and we notice that some road is smooth, everything is just smooth. And then we get to a road that has bombs, and then we get to a road that has potholes, and then we get to a road that is not even tarred at all. That is exactly how it is. But it's still the same car that is moving. The car doesn't change. The people inside the car, do, they, they don't come down and say, oh, we're not going to pass this road because it's bumpy or stuff. The worst case scenario, they can always look for another alternative route, but not that they will leave the car. The car is what is going to carry them. So you need to understand that you're on a journey with God, 
and as you're, as he's driving you and is that's if he's the one driving you because a lot of people god is not driving them if god is driving you you need to trust that the driver will take you to your destination regardless of the bad road regardless of the bump do you understand if you've ever encountered going on a journey and you encountered like a road that was very terrible can you just leave an emoji <laughs> an emoji that says yes or you can just leave yes you have encountered that have you ever come down from the car before and say oh because the road is bad though i don't want to follow this car again or i'm not following this bus again have you ever done that or because the road is bad you start to not trust the driver can you just leave your ex like your experience if you had any experience like that please let me know just say oh it has happened to me oh i can relate just put something in the in the um, box in the message box thank you so much all right so we need to understand that there is a season there is a time that change that time and season happens and it is normal it is not abnormal do you understand you will go through challenges that is not abnormal we need to understand <coughs> that sorry dear sorry sorry my son has a cold i have a cold we all have cold <laughs> except my our daddy doesn't have a cold he's taking care of us so sorry about the coughing sorry i'm doing mommy duties so we can't fake this thing it's real life <laughs> so sorry um Please leave your phone and leave your messages. Um, thank you. <laughs> yes, you need to trust the driver that is taking you to the, your destination. You can relate. Oh, <laughs> and that's how she can over relate. I like that. <laughs> All right, moving on. Don't mind me. Oh, sorry. We are doing mommy duties and doing the Lord's work together. Okay, so another thing I would just like you to know is that. In your relationship with God in life, we will experience three major types of relationship. We will experience family relationship, friendship relationship, and marriage relationship. And that's what I'm saying. There is a matter of seasons, which is like, uh, okay, there, there might be a... Sorry, there. Sorry. There might be um, rainy season, dry season, that's the heat season. There might be... Um, the Amatan season, you know, there are seasons in life, but this time around, we're looking at it from a relationship point of view, and that's why we said knowing the bridegroom, yeah. So, there are two relationships you experience in life generally. This is naturally you experience the family relationship, which is your parents, your siblings. We are all born with everybody has a family, nobody is without a family. The worst case scenario it can be is that oh, you don't know. Your, maybe you didn't know your parents or you didn't know so many family people growing up but you came from somewhere so nobody in this world came without a family even jesus christ that came to us on earth came through a family and that is the family of joseph and mary even though they were not the ones that conceived him but they were he had to come through a family so it's a it's a natural law that you're going to have a family you know in your life and sometimes people that don't even let's say they were orphans early or they they didn't experience you know their parents and all those things they still find themselves in a family somebody that takes them in and take them as a family and stand as parents to them and people that stand as siblings to them so if you belong to a family say i belong to a family i know that everybody belongs to a family and there is friendship the next one is friendship everybody will go through the relationship of friendship 
you are friends with somebody as you go as you are um, coming from a family other people that you don't know other people that you meet on your journey of life will become your f they will become your fam your friends so you start to relate to them in terms of oh i like your person and friendship comes from mutual understanding mutual connections mutual values mutual um likes dislikes so friendship is a paramount part of relationship and there is now marriage okay before i go for it if you have friends please say i have friends i have friends make sure you put it there that i have friends i have friends so the next one is marriage so ultimately everybody's going to come into marriage <laughs> and now not everybody will get married because some people will actually choose not to but they will be married to something so one thing about it is that marriage has been seen in the context of only um a man and a woman getting married and uh, which is the only one that god has ordained and we know that is marriage by god but then people are married to things people are married to stuff people are married to to the world people are married to different things so there's always something that makes you intimate like that you have intimate relationship with and that's like marrying when you say marrying it's like putting two two things together two people together so whatever it is that you are married to you know you need to also know that are you married to are you going to be married to a man if you're a woman are you going to be married to a woman a woman if you're a man and what are you what else are you married to in your life what else are you intimate with are you intimate with your phone because some people are actually married to their phone some people are married to their pets some people are married to different things and now we know that the world has gone berserk and people are marrying men are marrying men women are marrying men women and things are going awire but we pray that the lord the lord's word will always stand you know whatever god is not in is not in and there's no way to work about it so i would like you to put in your come in the comment box are you going to be getting married please let me know who here is going to be getting married just say i am interested in getting married <laughs> if you are interested in getting married don't let me say because if i say everybody should say they are married most people here yeah, i know they are single and not married yet but we have married people here too so just say i'm interested in getting married i'm interested you can put i'm interested i'm interested no don't worry i'm not trying to pair you with somebody or matchmake you or anything it's just to know if you're actually interested in getting married if you're not interested in getting married please let me know that you're not interested maybe we can talk about it later after this yeah 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 so some people say i belong to a family Gemi says i belong to a family Nimi says i have friends antonia says i have friends Kamsi says i'm interested in getting married or Osas says she's interested in getting married ah i'm happy oh Thank God for your life that you're interested in getting married, though. Thank God. <laughs> I'm happy for that because I'm sure if some people say they're not getting married, <laughs> that's another problem because they're praying to be praying. Okay, so still on the point that I, I shared. Now, let's look at it in the light of our relationship with God. So this um, program is knowing the, the bridegroom. And we say we have three types of relationship. And are, those are the basic, basic relationships we also have in our spiritual work. Family, God is your father. Family means that God is your father. You have a father. You come from somebody. So how many of you know God is your father? Do you know God as your father? We're going to look at that. And friendship means that the Holy Spirit is your friend. The Spirit of God is, is friends with you because it's only the people that are his friends 
that have the spirit of God. So you need to know, is the spirit of God in you? Are you friends with God? You know, there was a song that we, we, we used to sing then. We still sing it, right? I think it's just not common again. Um, oh, am I that you are mindful of me? If you know that song, please leave a line of the song <laughs> in the comments. Like, that you hear me when I call. Fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. I am a friend of God. I am a friend of God. I am a friend of God. He calls me friend. Yay. <laughs> oh, don't mind my voice. It's amazing. Nimi says it's amazing. Nah, you people know this song. Yes. So we are friends with God. And God calls us friend through His Spirit, through the Holy Spirit. And that's why being the Holy Spirit is very being friends with the Holy Spirit is very important. So, yeah, we need to understand that our relationship with God goes from family to friendship and to marriage. Now, marriage is where we now talk about the bridegroom. Like, do you know God has your husband? Now, we're going to explain that furthermore as we go more in this session. So, if you understand what I've said so far, can you just leave a point of what you've taken, like something you've taking or a point that you know that you have learned in what i've said so far please just say something in the comment box i keep saying comment box in the whatsapp group <laughs> thank you so much so just say something about what you've learned so far so i can know we are together the holy spirit is your friend yes yes the holy spirit is your friend awesome the holy spirit is our friend and the reason why the holy spirit is our friend is because god has made that possible who are we that the the spirit of god will live inside of us all right so now i want to ask a question and i want you to answer this sincerely right now in your life do you know what type of relationship God is, is in with you? Before I continue with that, let me read comments. Growth means change. Awesome. Nimi, that's awesome. I have learned that we must grow and you can't be in the same place all the time. Growth is needed. Awesome. We should trust the driver even though our trip might be bumpy. Awesome. Awesome. You guys are learning. You guys are learning. You are listening. In the name of Jesus, I pray that it yields in your heart in Jesus' name. Yes, the Holy Spirit is your teacher and your comforter. Awesome, awesome. So, I was, yeah, growth is change. Baby says growth is change, a positive change. Antonia says, I've learned that he's my bridegroom. Awesome, awesome. All right, so we're going to go into details of these things. I pray, I want you to open your mind. I want you to keep your mind open. And I want you to understand that these things are are a part of you know there's a way there's different ways to explain our relationship with god but this is just one way to explain our relationship with god there are many ways if if you understand so many people have explained the relationship with god in different ways but there are many ways to explain our relationship with god but this way is for you to be able to understand your perspective of who god is so we're going to start with do you know god as your father do you know god as your father first of all who is a father 
a father is one that you know breaks a child with a like with another like a woman and all but a father goes more than that than oh I, i'm married to somebody and i have children a father is actually the one that cares shelters you know protects watches over the family provides for the family and all so when you call god your father you need to understand the role of god in your life as your father and we need to understand some things holy spirit i use myself to you okay so you need to understand the role of god as your father many people know god as their father but they don't even live that kind of life when you see their life and they say god is their father you really don't understand if they understand what a father does now the relationship we have with our dads our earthly father uh, is different according to our upbringing our environment or situations that we found ourselves now one thing i've noticed is Oh, I Kosi Kosi says he's more than a father to me. I found peace in him. Awesome. I love that you know that. So, um, one thing I would just say is that a lot of us have different relationships with God as our father because most of us don't even know how to relate with our earthly fathers. Like some of us don't even have relationship with our earthly fathers. So we don't even understand God as being our father to be sincere. Now People just say God is Haba, my father, my friend, my but do they really understand it? Do you really understand God being your father? It is okay for you to to be sincere and say, "Okay, I don't think I can relate God with God well as my father because maybe me and my earthly father we don't we didn't have a good relationship or I didn't even know my earthly father or I don't I don't even know what it means to have a father in my life." You know and sometimes we just need to be sincere with ourselves because some of these things affect our relationship with god you know sometimes we look at god from our earthly perspective and i just want you to look at yourself today and say do i have a good relationship with god as my father or i am just winging it because you can be winging and say he's your father but you don't really understand why you are saying that you are just saying he's your father so if anybody is here and you can be sincere do we have anybody here that is like yes i know god is my father but i really don't understand it or i know god is my father but i really don't feel like it sometimes i know that god is my father but i just can't re- really relate to it because i want to share a story with you that is my own personal story so i just want you to leave a message in the comment and say okay i know god as my father um because or you can say you know god as your father because oh i have a good relationship with my earthly father and that's why i can actually you know relate with god better or i don't know i can't i know god as my father but i don't know how to relate with god as my father because i don't even have an earthly father or i don't even have a good relationship with my earthly father and that kind of affects me so please just leave a message if you are in any of these categories yes yeah, so and when i say a couple of messages i will share my own um with my own story with you who doesn't like stories okay i know god is my father but i don't want to ever doubt the fact that he's always there for me with open arms okay you don't want to ever doubt is it that you doubt sometimes or you just you are just hoping that you won't get to a point of doubt nimi let me know um other people are typing and i'll just wait um to see one more or two more comments on that 
okay um somebody's typing uh i think Nimi is trying to respond to me so yeah please leave your response Okay, I'm I'm still waiting for your messages. Okay, maybe I should just go on. It's like the network is taking long to deliver messages. Okay, so okay, okay. Okay, I've seen the miss message. She says like if I backslide most times before I go back, I always feel like I dis disappointed God. Wow. So Nimi, you feel like you're back you backslided before. What what happened? Okay, I think may, this might not be a good place to say it, but it's very important you understand if it's backsliding, you backslided, or you just made a mistake and it was just hard for you to come back because that can be misinterpreted too. These are the things we're going to clear out today, yeah, because backsliding is actually a very big word, you know, it's a very, very big word. okay well why, why do you people think that is back i don't think you guys backslid there though i think you made a mistake and it was just hard for you to come to god about it so let me share my story so one thing is when i growing up my father is is still very strict and he is actually liberal in some aspects but he's strict in terms of discipline and all and there are a lot of things i didn't want my my dad to know so i'll rather maybe talk to somebody else like my mom and not talk to him and i call god my father but i could not exactly explain how i could be vulnerable and free with my god my god the father because i wasn't exactly like that with my dad I respect my dad. I reverence him a lot. I take him in high esteem and I and I really love him. But I just don't have an intimate relationship with him because there are many things I can't share with him because he's a strict dad and I don't want to disappoint him. I don't want to tell him something that also mess up his mind, right? So if you can relate to that, like if you grew up from a strict home, I think you can relate with this because I, I didn't have this close relationship with my dad so when i see god as my father it seems abstract in my head i can say it it makes sense in terms of when i say god is my father but it did also make sense in terms of interpretation in relationship because first of all even my father that i can see i could not relate with him as i should how much more a man that caused a man that is my father or is a person that is my father that i cannot see so it was more difficult to actually now know okay what am i supposed to do so this kind of affected me because when I, I when I make a mistake and I know that I made a mistake because I know God can see and hear everything, I feel terrible, too terrible, and I don't even want to go into His presence because I feel like oh, He was so angry with me, and like a you know earthly father will beat you, slap you, or send you know our African parents, and you know what they can do. So it's like imagine going to the presence of god after i made this foolish mistake won't he just like strike me dead or something so i used to have this you know restriction within me about god being my father because i really don't know how to interpret that in in terms of physical or realistic terms based on my own 
um, relationship with God right now, like relationship with my earthly father. So most of us might actually be struggling with something like that. Like, oh, I have an earthly father or I don't have an earthly father. And this, these two things, these two factors might actually be playing a major role in our relationship with God. So we are not able to like be sincere. Okay, it's, you know when you sin and you ask God for forgiveness, you go back again to the sin like countless time. You always feel bad and disappointed. Yes, yes, yes. I understand that, but that's not backsliding. You no, know. backsliding means that you don't believe in Him anymore. Backsliding means that you've left the faith. So if you still have faith <laughs> and you're still feeling bad and all, you have not backslidden. You only made a mistake, like you only committed a sin, and you were very bad. Uh, you were very sad. So I don't think you should actually tell yourself that you backslided please don't use that word you didn't backslide though you didn't backslide you only made a mistake you sinned and you like every other person will sin and make a mistake you just didn't you didn't backslide though hey, Joel, i'm begging you please don't use that word over yourself again you are in faith and in faith in jesus name and nothing will take your salvation away in jesus name because backsliding means that you've lost your salvation and you haven't because you know you have a father you're just scared to go to him so what i would like you to know is that do you know god as your father you need to examine yourself and and ask yourself am i actually in a relationship with god as my father am i truly in a relationship with god as my father you need to understand that or else you would continue to struggle because i had to know i had to understand this that I am looking at God with the eyes of the way I look at my dad. Do you understand? Oh, it's funny. It's like everybody thinks that they've been backsliding. Wow. No, 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 no. You have not been backsliding. No, no, no. The devil will not allow us to, to, because the devil always, that's why I said, understanding is important. Please, you have not been backsliding. Let me give you an example. This is the clear example. Now, that's why it's very good to interpret this in terms of relationship. Now, when you when you offend your dad or any parent figure or father figure or mother figure in your life and you avoid their calls and you don't go to their house and you just, you know, let's say you don't go, let's say you're in school and you know you have done something wrong, then you start avoiding the house. Does that mean that you stop being your father's child? Please answer me in the comments. Uh, in the in the chat does that mean you've 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 stopped being your father's child you've been stripped away of your son name your father has disowned you because it, of the mistake that you have not even come to him to confess please leave it does that make sense to you please if it makes sense say yes it makes sense or it doesn't make sense because it might make sense to you maybe in your own house they always they always disown you when, when you make mistake the worst case scenario they will beat you now they will punish you but not that you will stop being your father's child. Do you have any mistakes you've made in the past that your parents have, have you know, been angry about and they did not disown you? Even the one that, even the one that they said that they would disown you, how many times have they disowned you? They don't even have the mind <laughs> to do it. <laughs> now African parents can threaten. So God, don't look at God with the eyes of the way you look at your African parents. That needs to change. When God says he's your father, he's actually your father. God sees everything that you do. He actually follows you around, yet he still loves you. And that's one thing I need to understand, that when we are in the stage of, oh, God is my father, most of the time, we take that for granted because we know that our fathers will forgive us. We know that our fathers will let it go. So one thing you need to understand is that when you're in a relationship with God, you're seeing God as a father. You should not take it for granted. You should not now say, oh, because God will forgive me. 
because God will not, you know, a father cannot, a father doesn't trace child away. Parents don't do that. Do you understand? Always understand this that he's your father regardless of what you do. He say he loves you regardless of whatever sin you've you've committed. He loves you regardless of whatever mistake you've made. Our parents always draw us closer, even when they are angry and they are sad and they are messed, like they are even shouting. In their heart, they still love you and they still care about you. They just maybe feel temporarily disappointed about what is going on. Oh wow, Bemi said that to even think that she thought so. Please don't look at your the Lord God your Father. Your God your Father is greater than God in on earth. Uh, sorry, on your father on earth. God your father is above every other fathers, and he doesn't act like every other father. Fathers are learning from him to be good fathers. He's one that even gives good fathers the power to be good. So always understand that every man on earth that says they are fathers, whether it's your dad or somebody that you know, they are learners where God is. God is the ultimate father that knows how to take care of his own. He provides you a sense of security and he helps you. And because of that, that's why I'm saying that a father cares for a child, right? And a father takes care of a child. But also know that as you are growing, there are, there are different stages in your life there are different stages in your life and you are as you are evolving your relationship with god is evolving and so always let's look at this together so god as your father he sees you first receives you first as a baby can you see that picture that picture shows the evolve um, the growth of a young girl now look at her she was a baby sitting down with pampas and everything now as a baby that baby is dependent on the father and the mother for everything for food for clothing a baby cannot wear clothes by uh, um, his or herself a baby cannot feed his or herself a baby cannot do anything by himself or herself do you get so a baby is dependent on the parents and most of us when we come into christ that is how we are a baby we don't know anybody we don't know anything we don't even we don't know even our fathers and our mothers they are introducing themselves to us so that is how it's supposed to be so today i want you to understand that most of the time we always jump the gun most of us we grow up without actually going through the stages of growth with god and that's why most of us are having problems in our relationship with god right now so first of all you are a baby first and you need to understand it that what there was a time you knew nothing about god and you had to learn of god but it's just that a lot of us did not fully learn of god which did not fully drink milk we were jumping because we wanted to eat meat do you understand if you notice that as a baby a baby is always interested in what adults are eating even before time i remember when my son was very young then we, it was just months old though, but he was interested in our food he wanted to eat our food every every time he, he would be looking at our mouth and our food and he could not even eat it he could not taste it but he just wanted it and that's how a lot of us are wow a lot of people really had issues with it wow thank god for deliverance so and clarification oh and that said it took her time to understand that god will not strike her dead when she's seen and later god to understand that he loves her no matter what ah, very important he loves you no matter what god loves you and uh, yes we pray that god will help us obey him as a child 
Um, wow, wow, baby, Agada, wow. Okay, I'm happy that God has set you free from that mindset. So one thing you need to understand that you were first a baby, and as a baby, you need to understand the word of God. A lot of us are not understanding the word of God, though. We are not. We have jumped from baby to adulthood, and that is why we need to set ourselves free from that. You understand and know that there is a time for dependence on God. There is a time when we need to learn of God before we can now say oh, we are adults and we can do things ourselves. We need the help of God. If you notice that everybody here, this this picture that I put here, if you notice, there is a gradual process to growth. Growth doesn't just happen. That last person that you are seeing all dressed up and corporate and everything that didn't just happen overnight that happened you know gradually do you understand so we need to understand that as babies we need to be you know resting on the on god for his food for his for the milk he wants to give us and that's why i put up this um next slide that says um that explains first peter's 2 from verse 1 to 3 so he says so get rid of all evil um behavior be done with all deceits, hypocrisy, jealousy, and all unkind speech. Like newborn babies, you must crave pure spiritual milk so that you will grow into a full experience of salvation. Cry out for this nourishment now that you have you have taste you have had a taste of the Lord's kindness. If you are with me, say I am with you. Because people are still talking about thunder striking them. Thunder will not strike you. I'm not in the Old Testament. Please, if you are with me so far, say I am with you. If you are, if you are actually listening to me, you say I was once a baby. Or some of us we are still babies. But just said, say I was once a baby. <laughs> I am with you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Bridget. Thank you, Nimi. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thunder, thunder is not striking anybody down. God is waiting for judgment. He's very patient. You know, he's not he's not stressing himself again. He has made his work easy <laughs> by sending Jesus Christ. I was once a baby. So one thing about it is that you need to understand that as a baby, this is what is expected of you. First Peter 2, 1 to 3 says, So get rid of all evil behavior. We will know if you were once a baby now. We will know if you are once a baby. It's very easy. We will know now. We'll find out. It's very easy. We're going to do a checklist now and see if you you are still a baby or you are once a baby because it's very important to understand the place you are in your relationship with God because that is how you can grow better. But if you if you say you are somewhere you are not, it's going to be more difficult for you. Okay, so first of all, it says get rid of all evil behavior. Be done with all deceits hypocrisy jealousy and all unkind speech now let us find out if we are babies now how many of you okay if i say how many of you have evil behavior you will not answer me because the evil behavior here was not um explained but first of all how many of you are still deceiving people in one way or the other either by saying you are you know, by saying you are what you are not, like, now be sincere with yourself, like, how many of you have deceived somebody recently by saying something you are not, so that you can give the person, like, a, a, a picture of you in another light, but that's not what you are, that's not what you are, 
you understand if you are you are still doing that please mention it hypocrisy how many of you are still pretending because some of us know that we are still pretending and that is what we are doing please if you are still pretending and you know that you are still finding yourself pretending please mention it just say that yes i am still struggling with pretense it's not a bad thing you know, to to actually admit because it's a big step into being delivered and setting yourself free if you are still pretending either to your parents either to yourself either to your friends either even to god please mention it this one most people will fall into this one how many of you are still jealous when you see another person's progress deep down inside of your heart you are jealous please mention it mention it how many of you still speak rudely like you say things that are not nice to people not minding their feelings please put it there it is very important that you know all these things if you are sincere it is a big step into salvation and deliverance anybody that anybody that deceive themselves that you're only deceiving yourself you cannot deceive anybody so if you are deceiving yourself just say that i'm deceiving myself like who said she's ahead like ariet ariet said she deceives herself um nimi said she's struggling with pretense um ariet said she's oh jealousy she's still struggling with, oh bridget is still struggling with jealousy oh we are plenty the lord will deliver us in jesus name you know that all these things we just admitted to shows that there we are it's still signed that we are still babies it's still signed that we are still babies it's still signed that we are more grown and they, they said it here that like newborn babies we must crave the pure spiritual milk that you will grow into so that you will grow into a full experience of salvation what did they say we must crave pure spiritual milk and most people are jumped the gun no some people did not were not probably fed milk before they grew up they grew up suddenly so they are now puffed up thinking that they are there and they are not so it is very important for you to know that when you desire the pure milk of god which is the word of god you would know when you decide the pure milk of God, which is the word of God, all these things that we are struggling with, it will be easier to deal with them. It will be easier to, it will be easier to deal with them. Oh yeah, Bridget says it's difficult to be honest. Wow. You know, all these things that we are struggling with are things that God can actually help us with. You know, when you when we were younger, if you can remember, when we were younger, our parents used to try their best to instill some moral value in us, like being sincere, being truthful, you know, not lying and all these things. And that is exactly what if you are if you have taken the word of God as a child of God, like as a baby, and you are groomed properly, knowing the word of God, knowing what Christ wants us to become. It should be easier for us to live this life. How many of you can relate to the fact that there are some principles that our parents taught us when we were growing up and is still with us till today? There are some things we cannot do till today because our parents taught us those things. Please leave an answer in the in the com in the chat that yes, I can I there's something my parents taught me. There are some things my parents taught me that I am still doing till today because they taught me how to do it. Or there are some things they say I should not do that I'm not doing till today because they actually told me not to do it. So this means that if, if you can relate to this, this means that 
there's actually great possibility that all these things that we are struggling with are things that we can do away with there are things that we can leave uh, behind and we can grow from them because yes <laughs> Nimi says yes there are I can still see my mother's face wow <laughs> okay so that's why it's very important that if you are actually you know learning of God as a child opening your mind and not acting like you know everything because most of us act like oh I've grown past this thing when they are teaching things in the church that seems like they are basic we say oh that one is not for me that is spiritual pride coming up but one thing about it is that there are some things that we supposed to have learned as as babies or not even adults as babies in the spiritual realm that we supposed to have learned through the word of God as babies that we are not even supposed to be doing now a child of God is actually not supposed to be you know saying unkind words or pretending because if you are pretending what I would say is that you are struggling with your identity you don't know who you are that's what what your problem is because if you know the child of who you are you will not be pretending you know you know there's no there's no reason to be pretending if you are if you are actually a child of God you, you should you should not be deceiving anybody you should know that to deceive somebody else is to deceive yourself and it's something that your father would not allow so how many of us can see that we are not we are not good children sometimes we are disobedient to God because of our attitude and our choices and things that God has told us things that um, God has taught us we have not you know we have not learned it yeah Bridget says but some of us didn't grow up with these teachings and some of us decided to build a relationship with God on our own so we may have some of the pre- basic basics and principles yes bridget i said it that a lot of people didn't have the opportunity to learn you know these things a lot of people didn't have the opportunity to grow in this way that's why even in your searching for god it is good for you to actually submit yourself to somebody that is a higher authority that can teach you the basics that can teach you things you know in the world the truth is that um yeah no i understand what you're trying to say some people might not know this you know basic principles yes it's true and even people that were even in church that were taught they were not followed up because when you teach a child a thing you have to teach a child continually for the child to understand it you know as babies the understanding of a baby is not very sharp so you need to consistently either repeat the thing over and over again anybody that has been around children you will know that for children for them to learn repetition is important you will repeat the same thing over and over again till they get it. So it's very important that we understand that there are some things that we need to learn over and over again. So even if you are learning Christ on your own, you are getting to know God on your own, don't neglect the place of re- repeating the lessons once you see that your life um, is, not ex- is not showing it. Because this, these are things that we need to take uh, cognizance of. Things that grow as a pattern. You need to know that it means that I have not understood this thing, or it means that I have not learned this thing, or it means that this thing is not a part of me yet. So you have to continue to understand that I'm still jealous. So jealousy is not supposed to be in me. So you have to continually work on it. Read about what the Bible says about jealousy and how you can work against it in your life. How jealousy will not have a place in your life. Those are the things you need to do. So that's why we need to understand that if you are if you are doing all these things. There is a part of you that is still a baby that you need to address. So, um, if you are struggling with any of the things we've mentioned, Ariad, uh, Nimi, Bridget, all the people that have mentioned the things they are struggling with, 
go back to the basics and let it over and over again till you understand it till it becomes a part of you don't just say oh it's just a small thing because we always count it as small but in the sight of god a lot of things a lot of these things are not small may god help us in jesus name so let's move on to the next one do you know god as your friend before we go to the next one please leave a message in the chat box saying that that was helpful if that was helpful say that was helpful i'm waiting for your comments okay so please don't ignore the don't ignore the place of growth though in growth what is necessary for growth is sincerity please note this down someone should write this in the chat sincerity is necessary for growth vulnerability is necessary for growth being childlike is necessary for growth if you don't admit where you are you would not grow you will continue to struggle it's good to know where you are and don't try to act like what you are not because most of us are always trying to teach others what we have not even taught ourselves me i will not lie i struggle with um some behaviors that are not right sometimes i get jealous which i am also also working on is better than before and i, I can see that growth that i'm beginning to look onto jesus the author and finish of my faith i know that my journey and another person's journey is not the same i always say to everybody your journey is your journey your journey is your journey your journey is not anybody else's journey so you need to be very sincere and vulnerable about your journey so that you can grow when you need help you ask for help when you don't understand you say how can we be childlike to be childlike oh it's very easy for you to be childlike act like you don't know anything or learn what you learned <laughs> make your head empty and say god i am an open book i drop all the biases all the things i know before and i will focus on the things that you want to teach me for you to be childlike oh i understand there is what i try to do and that's what i said does this please god hmm i'm just just i'm just trying to express my oh <laughs> uh, people are going to allow me to divert more but um, let me answer um Kamsi's um question you need to be childlike by actually act, by being humble to learn being open to learn for you to be childlike what does a child do a child always asks questions a child will look at you and say what is this a child will point who is that just that a child is always not acting like oh you know when you see an, an itk child if you've seen a child that i too know that is a tv and this tv is this this is they will be talking even when nobody asks them questions that's when a child is being you know uh, i too know but when you see a child that is very childlike they are always innocent always willing to be taught they don't feel like oh nobody can teach me oh no i'm too big for this a child is always eager to learn a child always asks questions if you ask questions you won't miss the way even when the question may seem stupid to some people or basic if you ask questions you will not make mistakes 
oh yes oh bridget thank you for answering that question does this please god that's another way i wanted i wanted to also chip in into that another way you can be sincere about this um when you are what's it called when you want to say the truth when you want to say yourself i mean express yourself me for some people say they're just expressing yourself christianity doesn't give us the liberty to be to be blunt do you understand? There is nothing like being blunt if you're a child of God. I learned that actually the other way. If you're a child of God, a sincere child of God, you would not be saying, oh, I'm just blunt. I'm just speaking my mind. Because they say whatever is good, whatever is pleasing, whatever is of good reports, you understand, do this thing. So if they are not of good reports, why should you do it? And the Bible says you should correct in love. Correcting love is very important. You will not be saying, oh, I'm blunt. I'm just telling them the truth. They just can't take it. It's too hard for them. But the Bible also says you should correct in love. So where is the place of your love when you are saying you are being blunt? When you are being blunt, you are not thinking of the emotions of the other person. Or you are not trying to also put yourself in the shoe. You are not empathizing with the other person. And that is not what Jesus Christ does. That is not what love does. Love actually looks at himself in the, in the place of that person and tries to find solution in, a, in the best way. Love will speak kindly. Do you understand? It's actually in, in what love does. Love is kind. So be kind in what you say. If you're actually love if you're actually a child of God, you will not be blunt. Okay, so now let's move on to the next one because time is fast spent. Do you know God as your friend? Um how many of you know God as your friend? Did anybody type what I was saying? That I said you should type into the chat. I think I was seeing that somebody was writing it um sincerity is necessary for growth thank you being child thank you so much for writing that this is going to help as many people that maybe missed this um session thank you so much all right so the next one is do you see god do you see god as your friend because some people say god is their friend but do you see god as your friend do you know him as your friend if you know God as your friend, please write God is my friend in the chat box. God is my friend. And how do we know? I, before I start talking, I want somebody to answer how do you know God is your friend? What gives you the confidence that God is your friend? Or what is your proof that God is your friend? If there's any one person or, or two people that can tell me that, I really appreciate it. I really, really love the engagement that I'm getting. And thank you so much for following so far. God bless you, and um, by God's grace, I'll have this for, uh, this will be uh, on replay for those that are missing it right now. Alright, so if God is your friend, though, say God is your friend. Are we here? Okay, I can see. Iris says, God is your friend. Okay, Kamsi says she's still learning this aspect. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so, if, if anybody here was on the 18-day intimacy journey with the Holy Spirit, Definitely, you are learning about it. People always think that this God is my friend thing is a one-time thing. It's an everlasting thing. There's no relationship with God that is, is uh, what's it called, that is isolated. Neither is there any relationship with God that, that starts and ends. God will always be your father. God will always be your friend. And God will always be your bridegroom. Those are things you need to understand. So there's no, I've graduated from God being my father to God being my friend. No. It's just that you, you can't eat it. It's just that um, it's just that 
your the dynamics will change because if God is your father, the father to a baby is different from a father to a teenager. A father to a baby will be very patient and helpful. So you have to give him because sorry, your mommy duties in between. Um, a God to a God being a father to a baby is different from God being a father to a teenager or a tod- uh, a toddler, so a child that is older than a baby. So you need to understand that. Okay, being able to say anything and everything to him also assures me the fact. Yes, exactly. So now this is where we go into God is my friend. How do you know God is your friend? Oh, thank you, Bridget. Uh, I need to be explaining you just in case some people are joining and they're like, what's going on? Why is the baby crying? Okay. Is there anybody? Okay, somebody's writing. Ah, I don't really know your your name is H J K K. So I don't. I know. I know that's not your name. So what if we are the friends who haven't called or spoken for a very long time, and we are afraid of how to go back, or where we, we where we will start from because we had the excuse to neglect him. Oh. Oh, nice. Okay, that is why. That's what we want to talk about. That's awesome. Your ans- your questions will be answered in a bit. It will be answered shortly. Okay, that's a very good question. But I don't know your name. Can you just type your name? Your your name says H J K K. I'm sure that's not your name. Okay, I'm able to freely start a conversation. I'm able to freely start a conversation with him in the spirits. All right, awesome. So yes, so maybe sort of answer the question indirectly. So the reason why we know God is our friend is because the Holy Spirit is in us. So first of all, a lot of people miss this house. They miss the place of the Holy Spirit in their life. A lot of people know God as their father. A lot of people know God as their father and they just want to remain babies. But you can't remain babies because even a father expects his child to grow up. Hi, Lucien. Thank you for your question. I'm going to answer your question shortly uh, while I'm explaining this. Okay, so a lot of people just want to remain babies. So you need to understand today that you can't remain a baby. So first of all, if you are graduating to the point where God is your friend, then you need to also know that for you to be friends with God, you know, there's a level we get to when we grow and we become our parents' friends. They are no longer seeing, they are no longer talking to us like a, a baby. They are no longer talking to us like, oh, we don't understand what they are saying. They are now beginning to say things with or discuss deep stuff with us. Some of them, they call us aside and tell, tell us even their secrets. You know, there's a level you get to with your relationship with God that that is exactly the level you have gotten to. You are now friends. That means you are now grown to an, a certain ex- extent. Do you understand? So you need to understand that God allowing His Holy Spirit to, to live in us, it shows that we have a friend in Him. We have a friend in Him because if He wasn't going to be our friend, we would still be going through the route of priests and people and stuff to get to Him. And that's why people that always go through different means, different, um, they say they are praying to one spirit, one God, one something to get to God. They don't understand 
they, are, they don't understand God, neither do they know their relationship with Him. If you know that God, God is not just a father to you, He expects you to grow up to the point of being His friend. And that's why His Spirit is living inside of you. So I read from John 14 26 that says, But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I have said to you. Do you understand? The Holy Spirit was sent to us to become our friend. The Holy Spirit was sent into our lives to become our friend. And it's only those that are friends with God that can experience the relationship with the Holy Spirit. I advise anyone, if you're anyone, whosoever you might be, to understand the place of the Holy Spirit and build a relationship with Him. If you truly want to get, if you truly want to be ready for Christ as a bride, if you truly want to grow from just being a baby, because some people we actually they will actually find themselves in heaven and they will just be they will just be like clapperboards at the back they'll just be like people that they just entered and they're just part of the crowd because some people will be actually intimate with the father that the father will know them oh sorry can everybody still hear me please you can hear me say i can hear you because i actually changed my position so it's very possible that I disconnected, but I doubt it. But if you can hear me, say you can hear me before I go forward. Waiting for your responses. Manuel said you can't hear me anymore. Can you guys hear me? Oh, 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 awesome. Okay, great. Okay, awesome. So, it's very important to build a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lucien. Thank you, Bridget. Thank you, Nimi. Yes, thank you that you can hear me. So, yes, um, it's very important to build a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Be intimate with the Holy Spirit. Because if you know the place of the Holy Spirit, He's there to help you. And that's what a friend is. They say a friend in need is a friend indeed. That is the definition of the Holy Spirit. You understand? A friend has tickets closer than a, a brother is the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is there and He was promised to us forever. Jesus Christ did not say that the Holy Spirit will be there temporarily. He said we are going to have the Holy Spirit forever. He will not leave us orphans. You get? So it means that He will leave us with a family. He will leave us with a friend. So the Holy Spirit is here reminding us that God is our Father. At the same time acting as our friend. And those, if you notice, those that actually have a deep relationship with the Holy Spirit, they don't have problems. And I'm going to share my testimony with you guys, short, um, a short testimony with you guys. I'll try not to say too much. But I want to tell you that my relationship with God skyrocketed, became beautiful when I actually built a relationship with the Holy Spirit. I had more confidence in God than I had before. Even right now, I'm still learning to trust God more than, uh, better than before. But it has, it's way different than before when I felt very distant with God. I told you guys that when I knew God as a father, it felt sort of distant. But when I, I came into the relationship with the Holy Spirit, I knew God closer. Now I understood the personality of God. The Holy Spirit will help you to understand the personality of God. I found myself in situations whereby the Holy Spirit has bailed me out of trouble. I've found situations whereby the Holy Spirit has made me laugh when I was sad. I found myself dancing with the Holy Spirit in my room and, and having a beautiful time. I felt the tangible presence of God because of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has made me, has taught me songs 
beautiful songs from the spirit the Holy spirit have instructed me even today the Holy spirit has helped me as in the truth is that I, ha- I have a cold right now my nose is very blocked and it's just all i'm just it's just been a wonderful day my throat is dry everything and the truth is i was already thinking that god i'm not ready i don't feel ready for this i just feel like i i don't know you know everybody has that moment we are human but this people was there we are showing me that i wouldn't tell you to do this if you can't do it just like i won't tell you to do this if there's no provision made available to you and there's one one statement that just produced always say to me that that gives me confidence it says i will be with you even to, even till the end of the world and sometimes it tells me my strength is made perfect in your weakness and i i always trust him and go with it and right now i am just working on the strength of god i actually didn't know that I'll be able to flow like this because my nose is blocked and everything. But God has been faithful. I, I know that you guys are hearing me. I know that I'm sure that even though I'm talking to my nose, you guys can still hear me clearly, right? But the Holy Spirit is there to help me. I talk to the Holy Spirit like I talk to a friend beside me. I take walks with the Holy Spirit. I eat, I eat when I'm eating. It, 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 it eats along with me. It's there with me. I will adjust it. When I'm walking, it's inspiring me and giving me what to do. When I'm going off track, like I'm derailing, it's telling me what to do. So for um, Lucien that asked that question and said, what about you've not called him in a long time? Holy Spirit is that friend. You know, you, everybody, I want you to let me know if you can, if you have that friend. If you have a friend like this, please, we, you need to reorder your friendship and understand if you really are friends. Do you have that friend that even when you guys don't talk for years, now this is not days, months, you guys don't talk for years, the moment you guys reconnect with each other, it's as if you guys never left. It's like as if nobody disconnected from each other. It's as if you people have been talking all day because all the things you people do not say for those years, you will say it that day and your relationship will just continue. Nobody will say, oh, you're a bad person. You didn't call me. Oh, you're... If you have that friend, say I have that friend and please put it in caps that I have a friend like that because I have friends, not one. I have friends like that. I know that I don't call them. I don't talk to them. But if I call them today, it's like we've never, we've been talking every day. Please, that is the Holy Spirit. So the devil always wants to lie to us that God is angry with you. God doesn't want to talk to you. You've not spoken to him in, in years. Have you not also had that feeling? If you also had that feeling, you can say yes. I I have had that feeling that you, you there's a friend of yours, and maybe you forgot his or her birthday or something, something very important in the person's life, and then you not remember later, and then you not start telling yourself, ah, I can't call this babe. She'll be so angry with me. Ah, she won't want to hear from me and everything. And then you now someone calling and say, let me just call her today, or even maybe she even calls you, and. She's not even angry about what you are even thinking about. And she's like, oh, no problem, I understand. You know, have you re- have you had that kind of experience before? That is how the Holy Spirit is. The Holy Spirit always wants us to talk to Him because He's the, the one that is connecting us to God. And He knows that God doesn't want anybody far away from Him. He's the devil that will tell you God doesn't want to listen to you. The, the Holy Spirit can never tell you that God doesn't want to hear your voice. Or God doesn't want to talk to you. Or you have done something that is not interested in talking to you. He, the Holy Spirit is that kind of friend that when... When you offend him, he will tell you, see, guy, you messed up. Babe, you messed up. But 
you can correct it because the Holy Spirit always talks in love. The Holy Spirit always finds solution. When you hear a voice inside your head telling you, "Oh, you've done the worst. See, you are useless. God cannot even use you again." If it doesn't want to talk to you, you are backslide dead. Everything is just saying everything negative, but there is no solution at the end. There is no okay. Now let's talk about it. Oh, now this is how you can stop doing this. Oh, this is how you can get better. If you have that kind of friend in real life, please delete them from your life. Because the enemy, is that's exactly the way he talks. He talks without solution. So the way to identify that the Holy Spirit, if it's the Holy Spirit or not, the Holy Spirit will come with you with solutions. He comes with solutions to problems. He doesn't compound your problem. It doesn't make you more guilty. You might feel bad about something. The Holy Spirit can confront you about something you have done wrong. And say, see, you did this wrong. But the Holy Spirit will always point you to the light and solution. So please... If you are relating with that, please let me know because I was not looking at the chat when I was talking. So yes, ah, I'm happy you have a friend like that too. So please, whenever you're thinking of that kind of friend, think about your spirit. Your Holy spirit is better than that your friend because your Holy Spirit doesn't just wait for you to call him. The Holy Spirit actually connects with you. He keeps pushing you and saying, "You need to talk to me, guy. I'm here, babe. I'm here. You need to talk to me. Oh, we need to talk. Oh, don't." That is the Holy Spirit. So you need to build your relationship with the Holy Spirit. So first of all, even though you are still a baby that is growing, because to our parents, we are babies. We are always babies to them, but we have grown, and they treat us like grown children. And that's why you need to take responsibility for your spiritual life. You cannot continue to just stay there and say, hey, they will spoon feed you everything. You only watch sermons from pastors. You only wait for when your pastor says go, you go. When your pastor says come, you come. You need to find... A a a a, a, a a a find a, a a sorry make a decision in your spirit that i will not be a baby for i'm not a baby i can't be a baby forever even my parents expect me to grow do you understand imagine a child remaining a baby for years no but no parent wants that so god wants you to go to a point where he can share things with you do you get he can share things with you he can tell you go and do this and he knows you will do this do you understand? Go and do that. I know she will do that. I know she will take instruction because if you're talking to a baby, a baby will not hear what now. A baby, you say, don't go there. That's exactly where the baby is going to. But a child that is grown, a, 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 a teenager or an adult, will not do these things that babies do. So don't be a baby. Do you understand? Go to a point where you can be friends with God, where God can tell you his heart. He can tell you secrets. He can tell you things. He can share things with you. Think of that friend that you tell everything about your life that you are free to talk to at any time. That is God to you, and God has come in that form. That's why if somebody says, "When I have God, I have everything," they're not joking, though. they're not lying. It's not a uh, how will I put it? It's not uh, they're just saying it or they're just. It's not cliche. God is actually can be everything to you. He can be your father, a brother, a friend, a sibling, everything because God has been everything. Do you understand? So I see, I shared another slide and it's John fifteen fourteen to fifteen and it says you are my friend if you do whatever I command you. So this is how you know if you are friends to the Holy Spirit, if you are friends to God. Do you do what God says you should do? Because some of us will be saying, "Oh, God loves me, regardless of whatever I've done. He loves me. He can never be angry with me." But eh, you don't know that you're no longer a baby. That your your father can beat you because he knows that you know the right thing to do and you don't do it. And you know there are some of our, our siblings or us, if you are the sibling, that is closer to our parents and the other ones. That knows what is going on in the house before every other person. If you are the friend of God, 
you need to obey his commandments and jesus christ already said it there's only one condition to be my friend do whatever i command you so you know that friendship you need to work on your friendship with the holy spirit we are all growing and yes there are sometimes where we are eddy and we don't do things let me say the truth do you know why we struggle with all this i mean how many of us have been that friend that when people advise us when our friends advise us we don't always do what they say we should do we'll go and do our own first before we now come back and do what they say we should do when we now realize oh it's not working so we now say ah, but my friend actually told me not to do it how many of us have been there so when you actually don't obey the commands of god you are being that kind of friend to god that when god says hey, please don't don't do this so that's exactly what you got you got to do your own first your Bible say you go and tear a long room. You go and do your, your own bidding first before you answer any other person. When you keep doing that, me, I'm guilty of this. So that I'm saying it. I am friends with this. Me and this, we always have conversations over this very way. When he says don't do this, that's when my own head will be going the other way. And I need to understand that I can't be like this. <laughs> oh my God. Please don't be a strong head. It is not the fruit of the spirit to be strong headed. We refuse strong heads in the name of Jesus. All the strong head association is dissolved in Jesus' name. So what I need you to do is that you need to... That The, the reason why I'm sharing all these verses with, with you is that so you can use it to check yourself. Am my friends with God? So you know that if you want to be a good friend, you need to what? You need to do what he has commanded you. He said, no longer do I call you servants because you don't tell servants the secrets. That why, let, me, let me tell you one secret today. Do you know why why you don't get revelation? Why you don't get Rema? Like uh when people say this year the Lord told me that this year is going to be like this, be like this, be like that. You say, uh, why didn't God tell me that? Why why are everybody hearing what will happen this year except me? It means that you are not friends with him. You are still behaving like a servant because it's only servants that don't know what their masters are doing. But if you are the friend of the of the master, the master will tell you what he's doing. So when you are not getting revelation, even about your family, about your home, you are not understanding what's going on. You are just living blindly. It means that you are not friends with God. Nobody is friends with God in your house. If if something is happening in your house, and you people don't know about it. Nobody knew about it. The thing just happened. Maybe something bad was about to happen that could have been avoided. Nobody knew about it. You guys are blind. It means that you guys are not friends with God. So you need to understand that don't behave like a servant. Most people are actually behaving like a servant. They are children of God, but they don't want to be friends with Him. They are still treating Him like, oh, ah, now my father is free. I can't go there. They are not putting themselves in the place where God has put them. That's why you need to know what your relationship is with God and work on it to grow, not to be a baby. Because you can't be explaining to a baby what is happening in the house and that needs action to be taken. You explain to a child that is mature and you explain to a child that you know will understand what you are trying to say, right? So please, you need to check yourself. Are you behaving like a servant or as a friend? Stop behaving like a servant. Come into friendship with God. He said, I have called you friends for all things that I heard from my father. I have made known to you. That's why you need to read the word of God. As I said, most people don't know the voice of Jesus. You know why you don't know the voice of the Holy Spirit inside of you? Because you've not studied the word of God. You've not studied the Bible. You don't know what Jesus Christ has said. I challenge you. If you know that you are struggling with your relationship with the Holy Spirit, I challenge you to start to read the Gospels again. And listen to the voice of Jesus. Listen to God's 
God's word and understand how God thinks, how God speaks. Because Jesus Christ spoke all the things that were in the heart of the Father. He said the things the Father didn't like. He said the things the Father liked. He said how to please the Father. He said the things that the Father wanted. So, if you want to be friends with God, go and read what Jesus Christ said. Go and read everything Jesus Christ said. And you will know His commandments. You know He said, His commandments, I've commanded you. You should love the Lord with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. That is one command. If you don't know that command, you can't live it. So you can't live what you don't know. Do you understand? Uh, God's messages that ends up are awful in times idiomatic. It's time to it's hard to comprehend. Sometimes it could be easily mistaken for what is not. Well, it depends. Actually, it actually depends. Sometimes it's very clear. Oh, see, it's very clear. Before God, before something will happen, eh, God doesn't just give one uh, one warning. Though He gives warnings. It's we that don't pay attention. You know, most of the time our relationship with God is very conditional. God is not a confusionist. My sister, God doesn't confuse you. As I said, when the Holy Spirit or God shows you something is about to happen, it's so that it will happen. And it, it helps you to avoid it. There are times when He shows you something that is actually going to happen so that you can prepare for it. Like for me now, God showed me something that was going... He, he told me something was going to happen. I didn't understand it, but He prepared me for it. Because it happened doesn't mean that... Um, God did not, uh, how would I put it, it wasn't averted or uh, it's just something evil came to your mind and it still happened. Sometimes it's because God wants you to pray about it. What actions did you take when you heard it? Even if you don't feel it's clear, pray about everything. Everything you hear, whether it's good or bad, pray about it. Pray about it because we are not always alert. We are not always attentive. And sometimes we don't even ask questions. That's why I said that we are not childlike sometimes in our attitude. When God shows us something, did you ask, okay, what is this dream about? So, so we just get worried. We get um, um, worried. It happens to be a lot. When God shows me something, instead of me to pray about it and all, we will just be worried about it and start being afraid. So we don't even hear the, what's it called? We don't even hear the instructions that come with it. Or we don't even understand what God was trying to show us. Now, there was something that happened recently that God showed me a dream. And I was so confused about the dream. The dream was scary. And I was just sad and, and, and worried about it so much. That I was like, God, God forbid, everything. And then later on, when I was calm, the Holy Spirit asked me, Who's told, what if that dream is not for you? What if that dream was had nothing to do with you? What if that dream was meant for somebody else? And then that laid somebody in my heart. And I said, wow, it that clicked that made sense. Instead of I should have prayed and asked God, so God, what does this mean? I went ahead of God and started to worry. And started to believe the thing and not actually ask, okay, why am I hearing this thing? Or why am I saying these things? So, um, yes, See, baby, the thing is, sometimes God speaks in parables. God speaks in parables. But it is the, what? It is the honor of the kings to search out the matter. If you search out the matter, you will know what God is saying. As I said, most of the time, we are always worried about situations. Worried about situations more than asking questions or asking for directions. So whenever you hear something that you think is not clear, ask questions. Pray about it and trust God for strength because sometimes some things will actually happen, regardless of even if you pray about it. But the the gravity of what it will have been will have been averted. 
God is not a God that doesn't know what you cannot undo. Neither is he a God that doesn't know what is about to happen. He knows. And if he's showing it to you, there's a reason why. Sometimes it's to give you strength for it, to prepare your mind for it. Okay, so Nibi says sometimes I apply the stories of people in the Bible to my situation, but in a case where it happened, not the Old Testament, when most violence was the answer, how will he apply to me now that Jesus Christ has come? Okay, I don't really understand. <coughs> Sorry. Sorry. I don't really understand um, what you're trying to say. Please, um, Nibi, you apply the stories of is this your personal application or is it your personal application or what's it called or the holy spirit led you to go and check it because sometimes you can't just speak the bible and be using it to compare your life with. you have to be led by the holy spirit to to you know be able to put words put things together Abraham sacrificing his soul was not violent sir. It was a test of uh, faith in God. Uh, no, Nimi, you can't be using personal... And if you are praying for something, what we pray for is the promises of God. We pray for the promises of God. Every, word, every promise that God has made in the Bible is our own. Blessings of Abraham, of Jacob, of Isaac is our own. So what we do is we pray for the promises of God. It doesn't mean our situation will be the same with them. Neither is it that our answer will be the same with them. But you can use it as a situational matter. That, okay, for instance, you are stuck in between... Uh, we are stuck with a boss that would... Maybe a boss that will not let you go. You try to leave and the person will not let you go. And there is a pharaoh that didn't allow... Uh, pharaoh that didn't allow Moses and the Israelites go. You can say, God, you are the one that delivered your life from the hands of Pharaoh. You deliver me from this person. That kind of thing. Or this lecturer that doesn't want me to pass. You can deliver me as you deliver the Israelites. You can make way in the desert. You can make um, way in the waters, in the seas. You can do that. For example, in the case of God choosing David when he wasn't qualified. Yeah, yeah God choosing David when he wasn't qualified is God choosing David. But was he able somewhat to fill in the shoe where he fought the lion and the bear? no yeah i think you are mistaken yes if if god chose you does that that doesn't mean that you don't go to training you will go to training now and he said that it was the power of god that came upon he said the moment he was anointed it was after he was an anointed king that he was able to kill lion and bear he was anointed and they said the spirit of god came upon him and when he went back to what he was doing before he even came out again and now killed Goliath and all because that was the training girl. If he could not kill Lion and Bear, how will he have killed Goliath? We will go through training because sometimes we think that oh, we want to pray against tests and challenges. You can't pray against that. You can't pray against um, growth. If you want to grow, you might you will have to go through hard things sometimes to grow. And you will have to experience some things so that you can be stronger for other things. And there's nothing that God there's nothing that God would take you through that is not necessary in your journey. Everybody's journey is different. So if if David killed lion and bear, the the okay, which uh, another unqualified person that God called is who? Is Esther? Esther was not qualified to be a queen. She was just a slave girl and everything, and she was she had the opportunity to be a queen. She didn't kill anybody because she wanted to be queen. She didn't have to go. Through. In fact, she got it as a platter of gold 
when she, she wanted to become um, queen because Vashti was removed and the Enoch liked her, told her all the secrets of the king and now she could win the king. So she entered very easily. The only thing she had to do was now, oh, let her go and fast and pray and all those things. So Paul, yes, Paul, for instance, now Paul killed people, but Paul's, Paul's experience was not useless. Do you understand? There's not even Paul was not even called at first. He was just doing his own thing, and all the things he did taught him and helped him to to value salvation even more than other people because he, he he has been against God before. He has been on the other side before, and now that he's on this side, it was important. So you can't pray away your your tests and and growth process. You can't pray it away. It can't disappear. It has to be part of your journey. And God grooms us. We are here on this. Why are we here on this earth now? If if we could just give our lives to Christ and once once give your life to Christ, rapture should just happen to you. It won't it be easier that we don't have to now start to struggle with sin and struggle with different kind of things. Yeah. So I would just like you to um understand. Can you all hear me? Please can you hear me? If you can hear me, say yes, you can hear me. If you can hear me, say yes, you can hear me. Okay. Alright, so basically, we cannot pray away our challenges and our growth process and all those things. They are all part of our journey. It's important. Thank you so much. Um, I think I've um, done justice to your uh, God. Do you know God as your friend? Please, if you understood anything, please just say one takeaway you got from God being your friend. God as your friend. Please say something and say God being your friend. Yeah, so please leave a message. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, you can hear me. Thank you so much. Yes, Bridget, thank you. I can yes, you can hear up. Yes, you can hear me. I know you can hear me. Um Manuel Kamsi, Antonia Osas, thank you. So just leave a a, a a lesson or something you, you can take away from this second part that says God is your friend. What have you learned? What can you take? Do you have clarity? Do you understand better? Baby, do you understand better now? When it comes to when God shows you things, you need to work with the Spirit more. The higher you grow, the more you understand why you didn't understand some things before. So as I say, it's a journey, it's a growth. So we can't just know everything once. There are some things that maybe we didn't pay attention to or some things that we missed. But as we grow, we don't start saying, oh, I missed that. Sorry, excuse me. I missed that. Oh, I should have. Oh, now I understand what this was trying to show me and tell me. I want us to be done by nine. So I will quickly rush through, and this is the last part. Do you know God as your husband? I'm waiting for your lessons or the things that you learned from the last session because we said a lot of things and questions came up and all. So please, you can leave what you learned. So, do you know God as your husband? And many people actually have ever seen God as their husband before. If you have, say yes, I have. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. I'm trying to rush through now, please. So cooperate with me on this. The reason I'm doing this is so that it will not it will be too long and then you know we have mommy duties to do <laughs> and um, and wife duties so that we can be done on time. Thank you so much. I hear and understand God's message better as his friend. Yes, me too. Definitely me too. Oh Ah, Sheikumi is here. Hi, Sheikumi. I'm so excited to have Sheikumi here. Okay, this one's for women, right? No, it's not for women, Emmanuel. You are the bride of Christ. You don't know. 
that in the front of God we are equal. No man and woman in front of God. We are all bride of Christ. You are all a bride, male, female. You are bride. Um, Dimi says, I learned that the Holy Spirit was sent to be by our side forever and they'll always be there even when we make mistakes yes just just the same way we have friends that we can really talk to that the same way the spirit is to us someone that always there no matter what yes baby said i've been struggling in that area for years but i received clarity in just you have clarity in jesus name hey baby hi shake i'm so happy that you're here see see how my my cheeks are, are just all over the place smiling um yes madras are fascinating yes it's fascinating right it is actually but it's the most beautiful part and that is why knowing the bridegroom is that's why we had this session because you need to understand this part and this is actually the most important part of your relationship with christ because if you if you journey with god 10 million years as a child and you journey as an adult and you're his friend but you don't now come to the point of being a bride then you have missed the whole journey because being a bride is the highlight of our life that is our destination that is your goal as a christ a, a child of god as a christian your goal is to be bride with christ and married to him that's our goal whether you're a man or a woman so let me explain to you how i came into the understanding of god as my husband okay so i didn't used to see god as my husband in fact it was far-fetched for me like god my husband Babu, would i get married like what happens to my earthly husband and all this kind of thing but there was it when i was praying about my husband right now husband then it was my husband to be and I, I was very very unsure and unhappy and everything was doing misha because i it was like my mind was somewhere else and god was like pointing me somewhere else and i was like god i don't know this man i don't know if he's the kind of person i really like to marry this is what you want from me really i cried though i really cried guys i'm not faking i cried but i'm i'm faking it now but i cried then and i was like god i don't know this man why would you want me to marry somebody like this in fact he's not even my kind of person like this is not how i imagined it all this kind of thing and the Holy Spirit now started to tell me like tell me things about uh, him and stuff and, and this will give me a story it was just a short story i was in the i was in the bathroom and i was just having my bath and the spirit just started to talk to me about him because then i was so i was always cranky and sad and and stuff and then guess what this we get painted a story for me and said imagine this there was a is a story so i'm going to uh what's it called there was a there was an analogy so i want to say the analogy to to you Oh, Ada is very, is okay, it's fine, it's alright. It shows that you are with us and you are listening, it's alright. The network was, you know, messed up, right? That's fine. Okay, so this is the analogy that the Holy Spirit gives to me. He said, um, there's a guy, there's a man, and he, want, he wants to be married to his bride, but he had to go to war because their city is going to be taken away from them and all and so he was one of the people that were selected to go to war and then some of his friends too are going to war it's not just him and he was going to war to go and make sure that 
war the world doesn't get to their place and their city doesn't get taken away but he had a bride a press a, a lady has betrothed it was he has already proposed to to marry and she was you know she was sad and unhappy and say why do you have to go to war you know we're supposed to get married and love ourselves and you know all this kind of things yes we didn't say all this thing i'm just adding to the story <laughs> to make it clearer so you were just telling you just gave me a very simple analogy i'm just trying to paint it in your head yeah so he now said now this guy is going to war and he needed his bride to be confident and find that see i'm coming back for you but you are going to be in safe hands so what he does is that he selects uh a it's one of his friends that happened not to be going to war like the guy was not maybe strong enough to go to war so yeah ginger maggie it's necessary please so that you guys can understand the story so um he now picks his friend his trusted friend that he knows that this guy if i give him anything i will meet this wonderful bride the way i placed her with him he will not betray me you understand he would bring her back to like he's going to give her back to me in one piece so he tells his bride that hey babe i have to go to war and this my friend my friend let me give him a name john adding more ginger maggie um john is going to take care of you till i come back he's going to make sure that you don't lack anything and you'll be fine and if for anything i want you to do one thing for me i want you to write to me every day i want you to write to me daily till i come back till you see me don't stop writing write to me every day if john offends you tell me john offended you john didn't give you food let me know if john didn't give you food just tell me and i'll write back to you as much as i can and you'll get my letters but i want you to write to me every day and i want you to trust me that john is going to take care of you and so that is how he now i now said okay so what does this mean how does this relate to me marrying this man all those kind of things i like god what is your point and this he told me that he is the he is the one going to war and making sure that our city is safe and that is ever like he's going to heaven to make sure that things are fine going to sit down at the right hand of the father oh god can you see how romantic this is oh my god you went to the right hand of the father to make sure that things are all right he's going to mediate between us and the father and keep us safe you know and make sure that when he's coming back our city is intact one two is giving john and now this is my own my own husband is um um is giving john uh like that my own is kenneth right so he's giving kenneth to me my husband to me because my husband is the one that he knows that if he gives temitokwe to kenneth the kenneth will take care of temitokwe and bring temitokwe back to him in one piece when he comes back to take his bride he would be there caring for Temitokwe and making sure that temitokwe is fine and Tem nothing will happen to temitokwe when he's when temitokwe is with kenneth right and so i was like okay and he said so now this is the catch i said you should write to me every day i know you don't really like kenneth right now but it's fine but i'm telling you that he's the one that will take care of you while i'm away but i want you to tell me talk to me every day about kenneth about anything about everybody talk to me and i will make sure i write back to you and guess what 
he now told me that this means that I expect you to pray every day about him, about your life, about what you are going through. Tell me what is going on. Give me situation report daily. And as long as you do that, you'll be fine. Because I will respond to your letters. Meaning that I'm going to write back to you. Meaning that I'm going to respond to you every time you actually pray to me. Because I'll make sure that letters get back to you. And I trust Jesus on that. Anytime I talk to him, they'll just be make sure that the letters get back to me. Now, look at that scenario. All of you. All of you looking for your own Kenneth. <laughs> Oh, look at them. They keep on Mr. Kenneth. <laughs> oh, very romantic. Yes, it is romantic. Don't worry. It's coming. It's coming. So, you guys need to understand that while you are here on earth, God has a caretaker for you. And that is why I came into the understanding that my husband is my caretaker and my real husband is God. So, whatever happens here, as long as I keep writing that's telling god about what is going on telling jesus about what is going on he's going to come back and meet me in one piece because he's going to make sure i'm all right because the truth is that he would also be writing to my husband and telling my husband and giving him instructions on how to take care of his bride can you see how beautiful that is now so why will you live a life where you don't have something to look forward to so if you're just living a life and god is your father god is your friend but if god is not your husband you are giving up because i can't see any evidence that he will come ah bridget ah don't help no no it's not allowed giving up is not allowed no 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 bridget you will trust him why because he knows who we care for you and the truth is that you're waiting for him waiting for him to give you the right caretaker is very wise is wiser than you can ever think oh babe because many people are rushing into the arms of people that their husband does not trust them with they will now come back it will not be a case of adultery and fornication and cheating do you understand one thing is that a lot of people are going to find themselves in relationships that god do not approve of that is going to lead them to hell because you won't be able to ask the person you know who, who who gave her to you the person cannot account for it the person doesn't answer to him so it's very hard for him to be in, in, interested in that um, in that um, um, relationship bridget what i'm trying to say giving up is not an option because there's a caretaker for everybody and it doesn't matter how long it takes there's a caretaker for you don't be in a hurry don't be in a hurry because god is coming for you at the right time and he knows who's going to take care of you and even right now that's why you must build your relationship with the holy spirit the holy spirit is your friend your confidant and everything and when the physical person will come the holy spirit will be able to guide you rightly so don't don't let it cloud your vision open your mind be childlike about it you understand be childlike about it be open about it don't allow anything stand your way and i love the support everybody's giving bridget bridget we are going to hear your testimony don't worry the lord's got you the lord's got you all right so as i was saying what i was trying to tell you is that you need to get ready for the bridegroom or else your journey here will be pointless okay your journey here will be pointless if you don't have anybody that you are looking forward to okay so let us be glad i'm sending you all 
another slide let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory for the marriage of the lamb has come and his wife has made herself ready if can you see that part the last part is the, the in fact everybody can you look at that verse let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory why for the marriage of the lamb has come and his wife has made herself ready are you making yourself ready are you making yourself ready for god are you making yourself ready for for the as the bride of christ you know they didn't write here that somebody was going to make her ready they didn't say that somebody's going to marry they said the bride has made herself ready the wife has made herself ready and you are the bride of christ how are you making yourself ready so that's why i said if you focus bridget and every other person that is waiting on god for a caretaker if you focus more on the caretaker than the husband you will not get the the husband will not give you the caretaker because he knows that you will love the caretaker more than him your focus has to be more on your husband than on your caretaker you understand because your caretaker is temporary your caretaker too is a bride to christ and god is sending you to take care of somebody so god we god is pairing strategically he's not just putting two people together so you need to make yourself ready and that is how your focus must be on god and what people don't what people don't know is that they are more focused on the earthly marriage than than the marriage of the lamb which is more important because if you focus on the earthly marriage you will not your hope should not be in our oh god i want to marry i'm already this age i'm already that age i'm already 35 i'm already 36 oh i'm running to 40 my mates are married everybody's getting married see your own hope is different from their hope they their own end goal might be earthly marriage your own end goal is your husband which is christ and christ is the one you should focus on when you focus on christ your caretaker will be sent to you but if if for any reason your your focus is more on your caretaker than on your bride i'm uh, sorry on your husband then you are god already knows that you will make your caretaker your idol and once you do that you're already missing your road you're already missing the roots do you understand let all your friends be married but your own hope is in christ you are looking for something greater you know they say abraham was looking for a city whose builder is of god me i've already said anybody that places their focus no matter what you are looking for let uh, it, it might not be husband no matter what it is you are going through right now that you need whether it's a child whether it's a job whether it's an admission whether it's uh, freedom from anything don't focus on that thing focus on god more than that thing you will see that it will get solved because your trust should be in god and not yourself you will not find those man for yourself not that you find a child for yourself or anything god is the one that gives liberally so focus on the person that gives liberally and also trust in his timing because his timing is the best that you can ever have so when you're even looking for a wife Focus on the, your husband because God is your husband. All this wife that you have here is just to prepare you for there. So if you notice, it says it's making the wife has made herself ready. How are you making herself ready? Now, for instance, even if John was told to take care of the bride, let's say the bride's name is Lara, John was told to take care of Lara, right? And Lara is now shifting attention to John and say, oh, it's like a, a, it's like my husband is taking long to come. Let us be, let us, you know, do stuff together and all those things. When Lara starts to shift focus from John, she starts to what? Cheat on the husband. 
and the husband will know because Lara will stop writing to God. You know, Lara will stop writing to her husband, and the husband will notice that something is going wrong. Yeah, so one thing you have to know is that your end goal is what is more important. Honor your vow with God that you want to end up with Him at the end. The end is much more important than the joy, than the process, than the, than the journey here. The head is the result, is the is the rewarder of all what you have gone through here. So don't jeopardize your end. Your process is important, but your end is more important. So when you say process, so I want somebody to write. Process is important, or journey is important, but the end is importanter. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even I remember that trend. The end is important, uh, very important. Okay, so may God help you in the name of Jesus. So, I want to the final verse that I'm going to be dropping is this, and I want us to actually look at it together. Is it the final verse? No, it's not the final verse. There's still one more verse. So this i'm going to just touch on this a bit a little bit um i want you to actually study the story of the ten virgins five were wise five were foolish right and there's an expose like a revelation that the Holy Spirit gave me over um, in this over this um story like this parable rather and i'll just explain it like this the five the ten virgins were invited all to be the bridegroom meaning that they qualified as brides to the bridegroom right but five of them were focused more on just meeting the bridegroom temporarily just it's like they were more focused on just being part of the people that they will be called as the bridegroom than actually getting to where they are going to so they did not carry extra oil that will get them to where they are going to but the five wise ones were not just only prepared to be called for the bridegroom like in the waiting room but also to get to see him so they had extra oil now this will explain to me that five the foolish ones they have understanding to carry them into you know into the chambers with the bridegroom while the other five they had understanding enough to know that their journey is not just ending in the waiting room but it actually ends inside the chamber until they see the bridegroom their journey is not complete some of us or some of the christians right now they are focused on getting to the waiting room where they'll say oh people should wait here the bride will soon come when you hear the bride when you hear the the sound or something you'll be called and they don't have any oil that can carry them more than that they don't have any understanding more than that they don't see christ as their end goal they just see getting to heaven as their end goal you need to see christ you need to meet christ christ needs to be built up in you and christ can be built up in you if you don't know him if you don't understand what he expects of you if you don't prepare yourself as a bride if you are following say i'm following say i'm following i'm going to uh, maybe i'm going to actually answer your question I'm, uh, I'm going to answer your question before i end this this is already done guys already two hours okay so you need to understand that you need to be wise your journey doesn't end in just entry your journey is in meeting with christ christ is the end goal not ever no people will say ah the journey to heaven you can't get to heaven that that one you want to get but christ is the end goal they said that he's going to present you as a bride he's going to present you as a bride to the father do you understand christ is and he wants us to become like him do you get he wants you to become like him, fully become Christ. And the only way you can become Christ is to understand what he wants you to do. 
so if you actually focus on christ if you focus on christ the things of this world will not move you if you focus on christ you'll be more you'll be more inclined to seek him go deeper with him because you know that you want to know him intimately i've been saying something recently to my friends and to anybody that cares to hear and i'm going to say it to you people too even if you don't care to hear i'm going to say it i have been a graduate before i have graduated from the university and i know that i've sat down with the crowd and i've been called a graduate i've been a, a, a i've co convoked before <laughs> God, did someone corrected that that there's no convocated you convoked anyways i digress all right so i have graduated before and i've sat down and everybody were called but some people were measured my old friend we we are childhood friends together she finished with a first class accounting she was her name was called to the ears of everybody graduating i was also graduating but nobody called my name the sad part is that for some reason, the school forgot my uh, my whole department. They omitted our name from the brochure. So even I was graduating, wearing the gown, but my name was not even in the convocation book. Eh? But I graduated. Everybody knew I graduated. We all knew we graduated, but nothing proved that we graduated. The only thing that we wore is gown. And when they were mentioning names, they didn't mention my name. They mentioned the name of my friend. She finished with the first class. I finished with the tutu. But nobody called my name because I did not finish excellently. There's a difference between excellence. And I said, when I enter heaven, I don't want to be, I don't want to be at the back that will clap for people that will be called. I want Jesus Christ to tell me, please prepare a seat for her beside me. She needs to be close to me. There is VIP in heaven. They said there's crown. While well, I'll be like brochure. <laughs> God, you see why I'm happy that you're here. Alright, so let me round this up. The point is that I don't want to be clapper boards. I don't want to narrowly enter the heaven and say, ah, I put head. I just enter. I do, heaven is not my end goal. Christ is my end goal. I want to see Christ. That Christ that came to die for me, I want to relate with him. That Christ that I've been trying to serve and doing everything, I want to enter vvip hey that's the that's the spirit vvip i want my name to be mentioned i want to have crown of glory that's why when pastor Yadibu is always talking about i have houses in heaven i want to have mansions though i i don't want to go there and be homeless and we need to work on that and people don't always forget that we are going somewhere so what i'm just trying to say is that christ is the end goal everybody right christ is the end goal christ is the end goal not the things of this world not husband not children not cars not career not money christ is the end goal that is the end goal i don't just want to enter even i want to sit down on the vvip v or if there's vvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvv
okay so final slide and the spirit and the bride say come i love it there's a particular song that was sung by i think mr larry awoshika that sings and the spirit and the bride say come come lord now he said let him who hears say come and let him who test come whoever desires let him take the water of life freely see guys if you desire you know eh never to be caught not in the spirit see somebody creating another slang nice dv nice one ah yes so never to be caught not in the spirit i'm going to have another session for that but before let me not, let me just finish up with this so finally what i would just say is that if you want to go deeper with christ it is possible as you can see it is a process it is a journey and our end goal is christ so you should understand that don't allow anything to to demoralize you don't allow any seed to hold you back god wants you to grow beyond seed and you can be set free from it your spirit uh I don't want to go into that but the spirit of god is in you because you are saved right and you are saved here your spirit is saved but god wants to save your soul so you need to yield your soul for discipline you know sometimes for things to change you need to actually submit it to discipline you need to yield your soul to discipline yield yourself to the commandments of god and be willing to be closer to him become his friend get to know him okay go intimate with him if you want to be intimate with christ there is an 18 day intimacy journey that i'm going to do the second court like the second part uh second people a set of people that are going to go with it in february so if you want to join you can join if you have friends that want to join you can join to build your intimacy with god do everything possible to build your relationship with god this year because there is no time guys i've never dreamt of rapture before in my life but i dreamt of rapture this year shocking but amazing i dreamt of rapture meaning that there is no time and we need to work on our lives and that is why i had this session with you and i'm telling you that if you desire the holy spirit is telling you come come and drink the water of life come and know christ intimately uh, intimately yield yourself your soul to discipline your soul needs discipline your soul is not saved that's why your soul is always agonizing you telling you to come and sin then you come and fornicate then you come and masturbate then you come and watch porn then you come and do all these things it's your soul and your soul needs to be saved so until you understand that you continue to struggle so you need to talk to your soul and see you know david david was very sincere and vulnerable he said he always talked to you so he said my soul why are you downcast he always tell you don't be depressed you need to get up so you need to be talking to your soul see you need to learn god you need to learn christ you have not got it to where you are going to you need to learn you need to learn god you need to start talking to your soul and say see my soul you must rest in god you must trust in god you must see god as ultimate above all things and may god help us all in the name of jesus i'm going to go back to db's question i'm trying to look for it i have a question in marriages that turn out to be abusive be it emotional physical in any area what happened there okay let me tell you something eh? first of all the foundation of marriage is very deep and is a mystery two people that come together they know how they came together first of all this this uh, question is general so i cannot answer for every marriage because most marriages are not orchestrated by god and people they ask for god's consent they only chose who they liked who they wanted not who they needed that god wanted to give them so that is there two uh 
for Christian marriages that go through troubles, like emotional troubles and physical troubles, two people are, the two people are not perfect. God did not. Uh, there's nobody that is perfect except God, and we're all working towards perfection. So it's two imperfect people that come together, you know, to know to learn of Christ because they are not to take care of each other. So what I will just tell you is that. We are, you are not going to marry even if God says this is your husband like he leads you to your husband you don't think you're marrying a perfect person you're marrying an imperfect person which is why God told you that you should tell him about that person every day because that person answers to him too so if you are in the will of God there is nothing you go through in your marriage that cannot be solved God solves it you understand and everybody is going through a process of change and renewal and both of you are there to help each other so when you stay just just for instance when you enter into a room and you have roommates you find out that some of your roommates have bad habits and you are the one that now help them to solve it so they, if they if they don't stay with you they would have even know they have some bad habits if they don't know you they would have even changed in some aspects of their life it's the same thing for marriage and the devil is against marriage why because he knows that these two are accountable to god and they are going to they are going to um, help each other to either go uh, make their journey to heaven or man their journey to heaven so the devil is consciously against marriages and that's why you shouldn't rush into marriage because the devil can also match make you with somebody that will make your life miserable and frustrated but if you wait for god's will and you know that it's god's will there's nothing you face in that marriage that cannot that god cannot take care of and it will not even get to a point where it is um, unsolvable okay so what i'll just tell you that a lot of people deceive themselves when it comes to marriages and they don't wait for god's will and they don't want they don't because they don't want to actually want god will so I, i'm telling you that you need to understand that marriage is not something that you should be rushed into so this is where i actually break the news because the was telling me that i'm going to have like a meet your caretaker um, or something like something caretaker i think the groom the caretaker and the bride i can't really pinpoint the title of what it's going to be but there's going to be like another session for single people just singles single whether you're male or female that is going to actually talk about marriage like waiting on god um praying for the will of god and everything that you need to know and it's going to be very juicy and impactful and revelatory and helpful so if you know that you're in that category that, and you want to be part of it you can say i'm in i'm in i'm in i will let you know about the details if you are still on this group if you are not going to leave this group you are going to get it on the information on this group first and this group apparently everybody that did the 18 day journey most people did not leave i actually said they can leave the group but they did not leave and that is why we are still whether on this group so I, I i've said that i will consciously make an effort to maybe weekly once in a week maybe open up for question and answer and actually drop you know a, a word for you guys maybe once a week i don't know i will decide with the only spirit on that and then yes yeah, single or married yes yeah, shake of me we single or married people are the ones that sing. <laughs> single <laughs> oh god yes yeah so what as long as you're not married please as long as you're not married whether you're 10 if you're not married join why because you can learn a christian single is unmarried <laughs> oh my god okay guys you guys are you guys are funny it's funny how we are actually talking about single and unmarried right now please a married person cannot be single now if you are dating please come and join it is for anybody that is not yet married 
but if you are married you can also join because it will help you because i'll just be sharing the little things that god has taught me in marriage just the little things you know that god has taught me in my journey and i would like to share with a lot of young people because a lot of people are you know struggling um yes clarity is important uh, yes so by god's grace uh i will share this information here first before anywhere else okay so thank you so much <laughs> shake me another okay oh glory uh, okay it's glory that i show you here and that is showing as glory it's all right okay bridget thank you you are struggling here it is where <laughs> you're not struggling jesus name it is well god is your strength ah god is your strength don't worry there's nothing to there's nothing to rush into when you come into this uh you know these lessons you will understand all, all right guys so this we come to the end of this session and thank you so much for joining i pray that god helps you and strengthens you if you have any question please drop it in the group i will try my best to answer all your questions and um by god's grace so you're not struggling in jesus name <laughs> all right guys thank you so i would just like to pray with everyone let's pray together let's pray together let's pray together i just wanted to say a word of prayer and say say a word of prayer within you there and say god i just want to know you deeper thank you for this opportunity to to get clarity but i just want to know you deeper and i just want to know you more than this i want my goal to be christ i want my end goal to be christ and not man i just want you lord to help me and, and strengthen me in the name of jesus i just want you to pray 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 just say a word of prayer just simple prayer say god be sincere with it from your bottom of your heart god i will not go below this anymore i'm going higher i'm learning more of god i'm learning of christ my soul is being disciplined in the name of jesus Father, I just thank you for your children, your daughters, your sons that have joined this life. I thank you because they are your children. You know them. You stood by them over the years. All their struggles, everything that they are going through, you know it. I pray that, Lord, you would use this word to touch them at every point of their needs. You help them to experience you. You help them to come into clarity into revelation of you in the name of jesus help them to focus on you help them to grow in your knowledge in the name of jesus that they will never remain small but they will grow from babies to adults and they will be vast and grounded in your word in the name of jesus i pray that your love is spread abroad in their hearts as many of them are struggling with one thing or the other i pray that you are their strength you strengthen them for this journey you give them clarity when they did it you give them strength when they did it. you give them healing when they did it you give them freedom deliverance when they did it in the name of jesus i thank you because as many that are have been far away from you and they don't know how to come back lord you give them the wisdom the grace to know that you love them you give them the understanding to know that you love them regardless and you want them on your side and you don't have them anywhere else thank you because your healing hand is upon their hearts and you are strengthening them for their journey thank you because the end goal is christ and at the end None of us will be none of us will be seven, but we will make it to heaven and we would we would be with you rejoicing and glad and happy that we know you. May God help us in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for answering our prayers. In Jesus' mighty name we've prayed. 
amen so one thing is that i just want you all to just leave a bed and just give a review of this session how it helped you please let me have reviews so that i can post it on whatsapp status to show people that they need things like you know people don't believe until they see other people experience it so please leave a review of how this has helped you and and you can even leave a review on your status and let me know that you actually shared it on your status yes i'll get well god is my strength don't worry it's a cold and it will go it's the weather the weather is wonderful uh, i just happen to uh, fall in under it all right thank you so 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 much for joining and this will be the end of this every other information will be passed don't be Feel free to ask questions and all. And uh, yeah, ask questions if you have. Send me a DM, a private message if you want me to talk to you personally about anything. God be with you. God bless you. And please follow me on Instagram uh, at this salvation. Uh, yes, that's my Instagram handle. I'm doing my best to put out things that will inspire, bless, encourage you to live a life that god wants you to live so i pray that god helps you thank you so much i'll be editing like oh shake me said i should play a song so I, I actually i'll do that i'll just do that for the next 10 minutes i have this song that i really liked that somebody i saw it on someone's playlist and it's been nice so you will be hearing that 